Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. What are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every Grey's ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And the new season streaming March 15th. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. And that's what you really missed with Jenna and Kevin. An iHeartRadio podcast. Welcome to And That's What Really Missed podcast. I just peed my pants a little bit. <laughs> legends. Joined Very by icons, legends, people who have broken the mold, made a new one. I mean... Um, we've got the Go-Go's today. We've got Gina Shock and Kathy Valentine of the Go-Go's. The Go-Go's. Are you joking? They what? are they are the Go Go's. Um, they need no introduction, but wow, what a great conversation and what an honor! I think I said what an honor to have you guys about fifty times. <laughs> I I found myself just staring a couple times, like wow, <laughs> they're here. <laughs> yeah, it was really really special. Well, we got to do two of their songs on Glee, um, so we get to hear their thoughts. Also, just the insight. Mm -hmm. Um, of having such a long and successful career and varied career. That's right. Um, They're just so wise and so creative. And I learned a lot and a lot lot about myself Mm. (laughs) during Mm. this interview. Mm. So strap in, get ready. It is just a wonderful, wonderful conversation with rock legends. Gina Shock, Kathy Valentine. Take a listen. Thank you both for being here and joining us. This is very exciting. Yeah. Sure, sure. I don't think I don't think I got to meet you guys. You know, I did the um reading of Head Over Heels at Vassar with Michael and Spencer and all the fun people, but I don't know that I I got to meet Jane, but I didn't I don't think I got to meet you guys. No, I wasn't there. Yeah. But Kathy, you're working yeah. on a 
production now, right? Yes, I'm having the best time. The, so the exciting. production is awesome. And I'm the, the band leader and I'm at every performance. Wow. I'm having the best time. I thought it might be a grind, you know, sure. like showing up the same place, but it feels fresh and exciting and original every single time. Oh, that's great. That's really exciting. It must be exciting for them to have you there as well. It is. I feel like a big star. (laughs) You are a big star. I'm finally like moving away from Austin and like now I'm getting all this like, I just went to get juice at my juice place. And there was these guys talking about head over heels and they have a a go-go and she lives here. And I'm like, (laughs) it's me. I'm here. I'm the (laughs) go-go. Wow. Well, welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us, you guys. It is such an honor to have you here. Um, we're we're just so excited to talk to you guys. Um, first of all, obviously, since this is a Glee podcast, we did two of your iconic songs. We got the beat in Vacation. Do you guys remember um, or were you involved in any of the process of like allowing the song to be used, either song to be used on the show? Yeah, I can I can tell you that for musicians these days, it's not easy to earn a living uh, unless you're touring all the time. Uh, You don't sell a lot of records anymore with streaming. And so it's touring and merch is really how you make money and licensing. So Mm -hmm. if you've got a song that is ever asked to be licensed for anything, it's kind of like a godsend. We Mm. all sit and wait for something like that to happen because... um, it's it's not easy out there for musicians these days. Certainly. Certainly. So yeah, if I got a request to use any song I wrote for just about anything unless it was like <laughs> gross, then I would say no. <laughs> I wouldn't like there's certain we won't get into it, but there's certain things I would say no to. Totally. <laughs> that's, that's good news. <laughs> that's good news. I imagine too, like you've these songs have taken on, I mean, a life of their own. They've become massive. What you achieved hasn't been achieved before or since. Where I imagine the amount of people asking for permission to do these songs or the amount of versions you've heard of these songs over the years has been pretty incredible. Have you, did you get a chance to see the Glee versions of these songs, the performances? I just looked at them again today um, and uh, it was pretty cool. It was. I actually like what you guys did with it. You you uh, injected new life into the songs that your versions of them both. Um, and it's also really cool to have a go go song in something as big as Glee was, and still sort of is. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that really those sort of nods keep the band's name and legacy alive. So especially yeah. before yeah. we got in the rock hall, the these kind of. That kind of exposure and to younger people, you know, my daughter was a Glee fan and <laughs> I remember she was just like over the moon when mom, mom, they're doing your song. Oh, oh that's cool. <laughs> I mean, it was so cool for us too to get to do those songs too, because these are songs yeah. we grew up with. And then, you know, we've talked about before how you like you hope we hope that we do them justice and you hope that the people who actually wrote and performed these songs like them. So to be able to, you know, have you both say you've watched it and you approve, the right. kids approve is <laughs> pretty big. And yeah. the, 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 the vocals on them were really good, too. And the backing <laughs> harmonies, everything sounded really cool for it. it was perfect. It was absolutely perfectly for the show. It, oh, I'm it so glad. was right in the pocket. Yeah. That means a lot. 
<laughs> I think yeah. we learned when we when the musical was on Broadway that mm. it kind of made us really proud at the 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 strength of the material because if a song <laughs> can be done in that setting in a theatrical setting in mm-hmm. a musical show uh it's just it's just a testament to how good the material is and it's yeah. it's really exciting for us to to see that and i think that it just kind of makes us feel even more proud of our legacy yeah i mean yeah when when they came around saying that they were going to do a gogo's musical it was like a no brainer you're like a thousand percent. There's a thousand songs you could use. Which ones? How are they going to be used? In what context? It's just um, you could go and just close your eyes and listen to the music and it would still be great. The productions that were done were fantastic. Every, every yeah. production that I've seen thus far, like one was in Baltimore. We saw the one up in Broadway. Um, yeah. Kathy doing hers. Um, where else? I saw another one somewhere else. And I just love the different, like, you know, uh, original touches that are put to each production um, from the cast members, but everybody doing such like giving it their absolute all to make these songs come alive. Um, and it really, it was, I was smiling ear to ear. And I, yeah. I like when I first went, cause I was never a big fan of musicals, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And when this happened, when I saw it on Broadway, it knocked me out because how they ever made these songs work in this, in these, mm. you know, these settings and at a musical, I thought, oh, I can't imagine I'm going to like this. But it was really good, and it continues to be good. Um, yeah. Every place that I've seen it. I'd like I to be down. I, Kath, I hope I can come down and catch yours. Yeah. yeah, I'd love for you to come. The, are you kidding? You'd be like a huge star here. They're like, oh, that tired old go-go, Kathy. We need some fresh go-go meat. Um, What's better than one go-go, you know? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I do, think, I do think that having us in Glee and um, some, there's a couple of other big shows that did us, featured us musically. And I think that that helped pave the way mm. for the idea for a, a, the music to work in a musical. So we actually owe you you know, Glee, we owe the producers and the cast and the people a huge debt of thanks for, you know, acknowledging us and honoring us. It helped us a lot. So we're glad to be here to kind of pay it forward. Oh, we're so glad. Fans will be happy to hear that. We we always say that Glee was above all things, or Ryan Murphy at least said this, um, is like Glee is a love letter to all the artists that we idolized, that shaped us, impacted us growing up and into the artists we are today. So it felt so natural for us to be doing (laughs) the go-go's, especially as a a female. Um, I'm just curious for you guys as an all- female rock band during such a time where it was like all very male dominated um what that was like for you guys was it challenging at all or what was that experience like yeah i mean the thing is is i love i i I love being in a band i know kathy likes in a band you know um because you have each other to fall back on rely on um and us knowing each other as well as we did we're we're like a a pack of wild animals let loose cut loose uh over the world (laughs) when we're together and um it it, we always we always had each other to rely on and you know it, it we i mean of course the odds were against us because nobody wanted to sign um an all-female band back then because there had been no all-female bands that had been hugely successful on an international level and so everyone was hesitant and um we just 
made up our minds that we're just going to keep doing what we're doing. We love what we're doing. We're good friends. We're having a great time. And we have something to say. And we were just going to keep pushing and pushing. And also, the scene back then was so inclusive with our like the, the punk scene, the rock scene in L.A. Mm. back then. Man, mm. it was great. All, each, all the bands supported each other. We'd all go to each other's shows. So it was mm. sort of us, the five of us, and then all our colleagues, all our buddies and other bands against, you know, the man. And um, <laughs> we were all, we were there to show everybody, you know, check us out. We got something happening here. Certainly did. <laughs> That's so important to have that community too, especially when, you know, I imagine when you're in it, you may not feel it, but like you were doing something that hadn't really ever been done before. And then when the man did see that there was, that other people had a hunger and desire to hear that, to consume that, did it feel like, yeah, thanks for catching up now, finally. <laughs> we knew we were good and everybody else, or was it one of those things where you're like, we were just, you know, keeping our head down, doing our thing, and we're lucky that this happened. Well, we, you know, I think, I mean, I, Gina and I have a lot in common in terms of the Go-Go's because we were both, you know, on our way as musicians. We both played bands, and we moved from our hometowns, her from Baltimore, me from Austin to L.A. to make it in the business, and we both saw the go-go's and saw that this was the this was the band that could make our drink so we shared that we saw it i i just you could s sense it you just knew that the band was going to be it had chemistry and to this day if you were to put us in a room the chemistry would be very evident to anyone else mm -hmm. so we had that in common but we also we're the only two people in the band that don't have sisters i'm an only child gina mm -hmm. has brother and so for me it was such a sisterhood it really mm. felt like a family to me and I'd never had that feeling of big sisters little sisters or you know sit close in age sisters and I loved that aspect of the go-go's and mm. it's actually something I still love about playing with women it feels like the sister I never got mm. to have mm. I just love you I just oh. love you, Kathy Valentine. <laughs> because of my what wisdom and perceptive insights, yeah. I mean? Absolutely. You took the words out of my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. 
Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Imagine upgrading your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high-quality items priced within reach. Like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14-karat gold jewelry. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices in premium fabrics and finishes. We love that. Okay, so Quince sent me a lovely fisherman sweater. It's 100% cotton, and it looks real expensive, but it wasn't. I went back and I bought three more in different colors, Kevin. (laughs) (laughs) Of course you did. So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash really for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash really to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash really. Can you talk about like how your songwriting process like what it's like or how it evolved over the years. Did you guys write together? You, I know, Kathy, you wrote Vacation. Like, tell us about that a little bit. I wrote Vacation before I was in the band, and the mm-hmm. Go-Go's were very much like uh, a lot of bands in that you're out playing the clubs and you're kind of getting better. And by the time you make your first record, the songs are pretty much there. You've, you've been mm-hmm. playing them. You've ditched the ones that are duds and you've, you know, you kind of know. And by the time you get to your second record, you've been working that first record and you don't have a lot of material. So the, mm. the first record was was dominated by Charlotte and Jane's writing and they'd hit, they had hit a real just like there's it happens a lot with Lennon McCartney and just different writers. They just hit this vein almost of just mm-hmm. like gold. They're tapped in. Yeah. yeah. It's like a magical flow, a magical flow that happens at that particular time, you know, in their songwriting mm-hmm. career and in history, whatever, when it is flowing and it, it seems like it's all gold. Yeah, it yeah. was, it was, and it made for a great record. I was very, uh, happy to get one song on the album because I was the newest member. Um, But when it came down to the second record, we didn't have that material that was tried and true that had been road tested and everything. So we were kind of scrambling and uh, we, we started getting, uh, I started bringing in more material like vacation and we don't get along. And Gina started writing more, even though she hadn't been a writer, she started Mm. getting in their writing and, and that continued to go. I think if we'd stuck together past a talk show, our third album, I think we would have done a lot of collaborative writing in the room, but 
but mm-hmm. other forces were at play and and that didn't happen but that's the direction we were headed and mm-hmm. regardless of who stayed home with us with their notebook and cassette deck and wrote a song regardless of who did that it was very much the musicians that brought that song to life i mean if you mm-hmm. don't hear that drum beat first thing and go that's we got the beat then mm-hmm. you don't you know what i mean it's like that right. is that's what signals that song and it's right. really there's not a lot there without that, you know, and mm-hmm. there's a, not a lot there without certain guitar riffs, you know, like mm-hmm. you, you hear, or just there's little hooks that everyone brought to whatever, whoever wrote the song, Belinda's voice, she might not have written a song, but that voice singing mm-hmm. the songs. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so Kathy, what you're saying, and this was, this was the like great thing about our band is that we were loaded with hooks melodic mm-hmm. and musical hooks that like guitars, you know, bass, caddy bump, bum, bump, bum, bum, bum. I mean, you know what? It, when Kathy and I used to, we rehearsed the two of us by ourselves for hours before we would even get with the band. So when the band would come in, we were tight. <laughs> we were rocking hard already. I love that. Yeah. And, and you know, Kathy, you know, being a, a, a really good musician and, and she had, you know, said, like, we both came to the same sort of thing. Kathy was also a writer. I wasn't really a writer when we started, but I, I was like, Kathy really actually did encourage me to write. And was like, Gina, let, let me write with you. It was sort of, it was like sort of I remember, I remember exactly what I said. I go, you know more about music than anybody I know. And I said, and you have a very strong point of view and opinion mm. about your perspective. And that's what you, that's what writing is. You put your, you put your opinion to words, you put your musical knowledge. And mm-hmm. I saw that, Gina, and I remember saying that because you were like, I don't know, I don't know. She was sort of champion. She was my champion, as certainly in the beginning, it always has been. And so I didn't fall into my songwriting, like, Golden, golden years until much later. But, um, you know, Kathy was certainly one of the few people that really encouraged me initially to push, to keep pushing, you know, in, in, in that area of my uh, musical career. And, you know, it's all worked out great. That's what good friends do. <laughs> uh, yeah, good friends. And I think that's a great point that you were both making about when it comes to songwriting, people identify just the lyrics or just the sung melody where in a band like that i don't think a lot of credit is given to the collaboration that is necessary to make it's lightning in a bottle anytime you have a single hit you bet you guys had hits upon hits upon hits and that can only be explained by everybody contributing you know their own weight and skill and talent to a collaborative process like that where you talk about the drum beat or a bass line or a guitar riff all of those things are coming from individuals but when you look necessarily you know on the credit sheet it's like well this person did the music and the lyrics yeah. where it takes an entire group to make that happen and, and natural chemistry and encouraging each other absolutely and it's not only that it's i don't know what it's like these days but back then to work a record you you would get in your van and you would play every city. The whole band's not doing that, not just the songwriters. You're going to morning radio shows, you're mm-hmm. shaking hands, you're doing station IDs, you're mm-hmm. you're showing the up. unglamorous yeah, parts. You are promoting like crazy. And right. you know, with no disrespect at all, let's see how far a song goes without 
five big personalities shoving that thing down the road day after day after day. In the case mm-hmm. of our first singles, Our Lips Are Sealed, we it took eight months for that song to crack the top 30. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and that's a lot of radio visits and a lot of glad handling and a lot of stuff. <laughs> There's a lot of traveling around the country in a van, traveling around the country yep. in a van, all of us with our equipment, you know? Um, yeah. So then he's working and everybody's up there on stage and people have a great time at the concert and they go buy the record or they go, they want to hear it and they request it. And that's why I completely agree. You know, I, I, and I do feel strongly about it because it undoes a lot of bands. And when young bands come to me and they ask for advice, I always say, get the, get the equality thing sorted out right away. It doesn't mean you have to, Mm -hmm give writing credit if someone didn't write a song but boy you better mm-hmm. find a way to acknowledge the work and effort yeah. that everyone is mm-hmm. doing you know mm-hmm. so many you know all bands are, are different you know and and you know I, I mean kathy and i we can just speak for our band and how we worked um and the, the the amount of work that we each put into making each song happen each record each tour everything it, it was a lot of work but hey we were we were loving yeah. it ultimately or we, or we wouldn't wouldn't have done it I wanted to to talk briefly about those two performances because I I liked the we got the beat one on Glee more because just it was just felt more in in line with the song. Mm-hmm. The vacation one with like the showgirls thing. It's like it didn't. I didn't quite feel like the the essence of the song was really matched well. And, and I, but no, I don't know fair. the context. I don't know the context of why right. it's done like that. Those those competitions are our competition numbers, and they're always you know if you go back like we've doing this podcast and rewatching the show now you know with these fresh eyes, we you have to look at it as a satire. The yeah. show is a satire, right? Yeah. And so when you're watching it, these these other you know glee clubs that come from nowhere you have no context oh, of the characters yeah, or who they the are there are competition essentially and so I, that's what vacation was so if, if the glee <laughs> if the high school glee club had done it it would have been different but yeah yes. it would have been much more in line with we got the yeah. <laughs> oh well but that is fair it's the <laughs> opportunity <laughs> Certainly. If there's a reboot, then we can readdress it. (laughs) (laughs) Revisit vacation. Yeah. (laughs) They got the color scheme, right? They got the color scheme. It was really good. (laughs) They did. Very true. They did. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a brand new Samsung A14 on them. Straight Talk Unlimited plans start at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Who wouldn't want a few extra bucks in their pocket? Straight Talk is a great everyday value on wireless. Plus, it all runs on the most reliable 5G network in America. So treat yourself to Straight Talk today. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings and root metrics 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary. Not an endorsement. The insight of having like the musical perspective of like hearing about working a record and it made me think there has to be a direct correlation or do you think there's a direct correlation to how these songs have lived on for generations of people is be, I mean, I feel like the music business is tiny, tiny, teeny, tiny. And when you're going out there and meeting all these radio people, record executives, seeing fans in all parts of the U S when you are working a record, even the first single, second single, whatever it may be, those impressions last a lifetime those last those carry on from generation to generation and so then when you have those songs become hits people root for you and those radio stations work work for you and root for you that i feel like did you feel when you work a record like that can you see a line from there to you know a song ending up on glee to the songs ending up on broadway because you built those relationships no i don't think that that's amazing i don't think it i don't think that's a straight line i think the go goes (laughs) occupy a place in pop culture that Hmm. everything our songs matched where we belonged in pop pop culture so we Mm -hmm. had longevity but like my daughter will play i'm not going to name any names but she'll play something today Mm -hmm. and i'm like yeah that's fun but you're not going to be hearing it in 40 years like my totally (laughs) right totally so that's it's all it's so much about the songs but we we really have a place in pop culture that we're so grateful for. Like we, we capture an era. And mm-hmm. I think a lot totally. of it is like, you know, we happened at a dark time where, where, you know, not to get heavy political, but you know, AIDS and Reagan and things were changing big in this country. And there were some dark times and the Go-Go's were light and fun. And, mm-hmm. you know, our first misstep was when we, 
decided we wanted to be taken seriously. Mm. And mm. we're like, everybody thinks we're just lightweight, so we need to be serious. And, mm. you know, it took us a while to realize, no, we don't. We're fun. We're like the B-52s. We're like, we're a fun band that people come to and and forget. Mm-hmm. The people want to come to our shows. Exactly, Kathy, exactly. I couldn't agree with you more. People want to come to our shows and forget about, you know, what's any heavy things that are going on in their lives because – at our shows, every everybody's singing, everybody's dancing. It's just a really light sort of like joyous affair, you know. People yeah. are smiling, they're having a good time, and really, that's what we're, that's what our music is about, and that's a great legacy, Kat. I'm happy. Yeah, about it really that. is, and I think that's I think that's one of the reasons that we're embedded into like the zeitgeist of pop pop culture is because we were there at a time, and also just the '80s in general are like people look back with a lot of fondness, but I'm really happy and proud that our music doesn't really sound eighties. Like when you listen to it, you don't go, Oh, there's that snare drum sound. That's, I mean, it it sounds very timeless and we owe Richard Goddard, our producer. Yeah. Yeah. A big, because we weren't convinced, you know, we weren't convinced that he'd done what we Hmm. needed. Not that we wanted mm-hmm. to sound eighties, but because we didn't know the eighties sound in nineteen eighty one. But mm-hmm. we wanted to sound more like the Ramones or Blondie. We wanted mm-hmm. we wanted to sound more, I don't know, like raw and a little more tougher, a little more yeah. rough around the edges. But like you know what? At the heart of those songs, all those songs might have been a little rough around the edges when we played live, but when they were recorded, at the heart of them all, they're just great pop songs. You know? Yeah. Oh, totally. That's yeah. a fine category to be in. Mm-hmm. It is. I mean, your music really does transcend time. I mean, even now we put it on in our house and like it just it brings joy. You get lost in the music. You get lost in the joy. And like, you know, even in times like today, we still need that. We we need levity and we need to Absolutely. kind of just forget. So yeah. you guys continue to do that. Well, you know, neither Gina or me wants to walk around being frustrated and upset. But, you know, we would both love to still be touring because... Right. So the when when we would get out there on con- in in our concerts, you would see you would see little children, eight year old, nine year olds, looking at you like they've never seen anything like this. Mm. You know, yeah. thirty five years after we first came out and had nine year olds watching MTV, and mm-hmm. today, and and you'd have teenagers and college kids and their moms and grandmothers. I mean, we had such multi generation. Uh, multi-generational reach over fans and and I just think it would be such a strong message now for us to be out in our 60s kind of just making that like Deborah Harry does you know in Blondie Mm -hmm. like saying hey just because you're a woman that's not in her 30s and in her physical prime doesn't mean that you can't still be out there and you know it's it's not like it's not like the like everybody's in a different place, which you can't expect everyone to act like they're in their twenties, you know? <laughs> so I, I yeah. get why some people don't want to do it anymore, but it's, it would be so such a great message to be out there doing the go-go's, you know, still. And oh, definitely. People like, Hey, this is what, this is what 64, 65 is. Yeah. Perfect time to be doing that, but you know, tough to get everybody together. Sure. 
I mean, watching you guys at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, like, congratulations. What an yes, honor. Huge congratulations. It was so what a great intro you guys got from Drew. And, and then to watch you guys perform like that all together, it, it just like, it was so, um, there was just so much joy to see you guys. I was so happy to see you guys all together. So it was that really, highlight. really great. It was definitely that, that, a that night was almost a complete blur for me because <laughs> sure. I, I, that it was all very surreal. You know, mm. I mean, everybody that we were hanging out with backstage from Paul McCartney <laughs> to Brandy Carlisle to you and you name it, everybody in between was like, wow. And then to get played in front of all the audience that we, you know, were playing in front of, uh, you know, like Jay-Z was sitting right in the front row. I mean, it was really something. Um, the Foo Fighters, I don't know, Kraftwerk got inducted all. What a mm. great time we had. And I don't know about you, Kathy, but playing those three songs, I don't even remember playing them. Uh, the adrenaline was pumping so hard, mm. man. <laughs> it was fun, but I was kind of scared to really kind of playing in front of those folks. But it, I think it turned out good. I think we did well. Oh, so great! It was a great night, yeah. And 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 some of the people in the band feel like you know this was the height. Let's go out on top, and I do understand mm -hmm. that mm. that mentality, especially when you know you've got homes and pets and lives that you don't want to leave. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's not easy for us to leave either. You know, you've got a yeah. house sitter and a pet sitter and, and all that. <laughs> but um, sure. so I, I get that. It, it was a, a definite high point and maybe, but, you know, there, there's a band is like, you know, it's like a family. It's like a marriage and mm -hmm. you don't always see eye to eye and agree. And the last thing any of us wants to do is go out and tour with somebody that doesn't want to be there. You know, so that's totally. never work. Totally. You know, totally. yeah, we, we don't, don't have, have to be. We don't have to be on the same page, wanting, wanting to go out there as a band um, right. and play these songs for our GoGo's fans. Um, which there, it just seems like, you know, it seemed like we could just play forever. We were constantly getting offers to play, so it is. It kind of sucks mm -hmm. that we're not out there, but you, you know, you can't control everybody. Everybody's doing their thing. I mean. But look, you know what? It, 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 that being said, I know I've been incredibly busy with what I'm doing, and so is Kathy. Kathy's out there playing all the time. I'm mm -hmm. out. Oh, by the way, you guys, I have a new single out. Yes. And it's called Smile Pretty with my band House of Shock. So I'm House excited about Smile that. Pretty. Okay. Yeah, a Smile well, Pretty. Go stream it, you today. guys. Um, and so, you know, when I'm getting ready to Congrats. go out, uh, you know, and tour in 2024, try to put that together with my band. Um, Kathy always has her band. Um, so, so I mean, I'm, I'm working on that. And I, I've got a new art project coming out in two days. That's going to premiere um, with a company called Sceneport. And it is these in, incredible LED technology with, with drumming. Mm. It wow. is so cool looking. You guys, you got to check it out. GinaShockArt.com. GinaShockArt.com. Yeah, and the thing is, I would argue that if if you don't have the space, you don't tend to look and go into these other outlets. Hmm. In a, a lot right. of ways, it's a sure. blessing to have that space open up. I know in 2020, I I, re I, I um, wrote and put out a book that if I'd been touring and been in you know in the band, I wouldn't have had time to do, and that changed my life. You know, it made me want to step out. And I think another thing Gina and I have in common is we were always, we were always just satisfied and happy being in a cool band that made it. That was enough. Mm -hmm. 
And if I have one thing I wish I'd done, I wish that I had stepped out sooner and been not so comfortable just being a cool chick in a cool band. I wish mm. I'd been a little bit more brave about being Kathy Valentine. Mm. And it took sure. my book for me to to do that and go, okay, I'm in my 60s, but it's not too late. I can, And now I'm doing so many things as me. And it's really exciting. Like when people invite me to come sit in or, and Gina's doing yeah. the same exact thing. It's like, it's really, it's really, and, and in a way that's its own message that it's mm-hmm. never too late to just own who you are and what, you know, you don't always need to pad yourself with everybody right. else. It might be safe, you know, it might be safe, right. but, and it's a little more scary to go out there on your own. And I never wanted to be the star. I never wanted to be the front person. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't, I don't know what I would have done, but Mm -hmm. I'm glad that I have this space in my life. It it worked out the way it's supposed to, Kathy. You know what? Your book came out when it was supposed to. And, you know, if if, if anybody doesn't have it, you should get her book. It's really awesome. It's incredibly revealing. Gina has a book out too. Oh, I have a book out. Yeah, Made in Hollywood, but that's light fair compared. Kathy's is like <laughs> kind of heavy. You know, it's a literary one. masterpiece. Yes, it is. It that's is. right. New York Times bestseller. My, mine's more of a book of, of photos that I took uh, mm. for 40 years in the band. And then I, oh, I, I wrote some stuff with that too. But uh, So no. we both have books. We're, do, we're at like parallel lives. We're both doing the same thing. Yeah. Well, you, the creativity is clearly just bubbling out from every pore. Yeah, you can't, you can't help stop it. creating. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that a- resonates with us too as a as a Glee cast and with so many cast members. And there's this, you know, it's very similar in this family where not everybody's on the same page all the time, but you're still family, and you yes. you went through something so unique um and special together and and you know then you have to kind of find yourself and find Mm -hmm. your worth in your own person and so i think that's such a great lesson especially for these like up you know inspired artists who are you know up and coming to really you know step out of the box and not be afraid it's so much the same thing it's like your identity becomes what you do yeah. Yeah. Forget how it's very relatable yeah. what yeah. Kathy's said about you pad yourself. Like I'm happy to just be a part of the thing that works. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and like, like ride the wave. It feels great. Like I no <laughs> one was ever gonna see me in a band and go, Oh, that band's so good, except that Kathy Valentine shit. She's gotta go. <laughs> like I was so safe. Nobody would yeah. was gonna like right. put down my anything. So I played it safe, but it, it all worked. Like Gina said, it all works out the way it's supposed to. And it's, I think it's a really important message in our 60s to be going, hey, you can still go out there and have new challenges, yeah. try new things and, you know, put out records and front your own <laughs> band and write books and whatever else. Do yeah. wonderful podcasts. well really you guys thank you so much for sharing everything with us today it was such an honor again we just you know you guys are such icons and we're so so lucky to have you and our fans are so lucky to be able to listen to you guys and forever your music is forever your legacy is forever so thank you and make sure everyone goes and listens to gina's new song get the books go to our project go see head over heels ginashockart.com all of it Thank you, ladies. Heels, Zach Theater, Austin, Made in Hollywood, Watch Glee. 
just putting it all out there. I love it. I'm going to go thank listen you to your guys. new song thanks, right Gina. now. Thanks, Gina. Yeah. Thank, thank you, you so guys. much for joining us. Thanks, bye. Gina. Thanks, Kathy. Kathy, good luck with the show. Thanks. Bye. Wow. <sighs> I don't have a lot to say. I'm, I don't I'm, either. I'm still processing that whole thing. But um, what wonderful, talented, strong, independent women. Mm-hmm. who have continued to create and go off on their own after the Go-Go's to continue their legacy on their own. Um, that's really cool. And also, just I talked about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and our producer shared it with us in... Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> in um, Prep for this? Thank you. Uh, <laughs> not exactly the word I was looking for, but... You get the idea. Anticipation. Um, thank you. In anticipation of the episode, um, go watch that Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction it's and performance. Incredible. It's really special and really cool. And um, yeah, we are. We hope you guys are enjoying this kind of side of the podcast, listening to from the original artists who made these songs what they are, who literally got in a truck in a van and toured the country. Um, pushing their singles. Yeah. And you know, the story that the life that it takes to put out these songs in the early 80s and then in the early 2010s, this ends up on a Fox TV show mm-hmm. is pretty wild. And so it's for me personally, it's fascinating to hear the the journey of these, you know, songwriters and band members. Yeah. Especially how- in their... Um- in their time, right? It's a different yeah. time now with technology and the internet. And so yeah. pre-internet and streaming, um, what these artists had to do to to get their music heard and what they were willing to do and hustle for. So And have songs that people still care about. I mean, I was listening to some Go-Go's today and it was, they are, <laughs> I mean, hit after hit. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like... It's- this is so much fun. <laughs> it's easy to take for granted because we've just known the songs. The songs just live mm-hmm. in our world, in our lives. Um, yeah, that's not normal. No. <laughs> that's not a thing many people can claim to be a part of. And they sure are. So You're thank right. you again for joining us, um, Kathy and Gina. Thank you for listening today, everyone. Who's next, Jenna? Who are we going to have next for everyone? Just have to wait and see. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you really missed. Bye. Thanks for listening and follow us on Instagram at and that's what you really miss pod. Make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. See you next time. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80 live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.